Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Wow, it's a brand new day. We're back on TV on a Monday. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, back on SWX Montana Television, in studio on a Monday for the first time in a little while. Been a lot of hoops rolling on SWX Montana TV as of late, uh, so we're happy to be back in studio here uh, with you, and uh, also, as always, rolling on the ESPN MT app. Jam Pack Show, as uh, we always seem to have around here. Ton to get to. Yesterday, Selection Sunday. So we have the seedings for both the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments, particularly the teams out of the Big Sky Conference. Also, a huge state championship weekend. We spent the weekend in Butte, so I got to watch a high school state championship times two on Saturday night. And a very fun and congratulations to all of the state champions, particularly as we come to you here live out of Missoula, Montana, the Hellgate Knights. Connor Dick from the Hellgate Knights, if they still did the postseason awards, the, the tournament, all tournament teams and stuff, he certainly would have been the state tournament MVP. I don't really know how we let that part of it go by the wayside. It's so easy to vote on and compile, and it's just fun for the kids. I mean, why not just another piece of positivity, but I digress. Uh, we'll go all the way through all the state champions from around the state of Montana. We will also uh, have Connor Dick from Missoula Hellgate in studio with us uh, here at 4.30, and uh, then we'll debate some of the best bets, top betting lines, uh, seeds, all that stuff from the brackets to wrap up hour number one. Two, then we're going to catch uh, hour number two, catch up on a bunch of stuff that we uh, haven't talked about or maybe has been gotten buried at the bottom of the pile because we've been so hoops heavy as of late. So a ton of storylines from around the state of Montana, including a number, a new number 41 at Montana State. That's their uh, legacy number there for the Bobcats. And uh, that will then lead us into a continuation of some spring ball uh, conversations that we started on Friday and uh, we shall continue today for both Montana and Montana State football. The Cats started today. The Grizz are into... I think week three uh, here today. Uh, Grizz are about two weeks ahead of the Cats. The Grizz will have their spring game on April 7th. Cats will have theirs on April 22nd. So um, we'll talk some spring football here uh, in hour number two. We'll also talk some NFL. The free agency period opened up today. Uh, there were some impactful signings. Tremaine Edmonds, who's one of the uh, up-and-coming, I shouldn't even say up-and-coming, I'm one of the established young stars at linebacker in the NFL 
Uh, he's changing teams, going from Buffalo to Chicago. Javon Hargrave, who was a great player for the Philadelphia Eagles, he's going to their rival, uh, or, or a NFC rival, I should say, uh, in the San Francisco 49ers. Big upgrade for San Francisco. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo is on the move. And also, Trey Wingo says Aaron Rodgers is on the move, but Adam Schefter says he's not. So, where are we at with Rodgers? We don't know. Nobody knows. Rodgers is still a wash in the darkness or something. I don't know what the heck's going on there, but uh, no new news on Rodgers that can be officially confirmed yet, but we will talk some NFL free agency in hour number two. So show outlook. Uh, here on Nuanas Now, you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You can call it or text it anytime. And, of course, if you want to stream the show live, uh, Audio-wise, on any of your mobile devices, you always can from our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And uh, you always can also stream the show here uh, on the ESPN MT app. Let's talk uh, some high school hoops. It's the Montana Basketball Hours, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Had a great time in Butte. Love broadcasting from Metals, uh, the sports bar there in downtown Butte, the coach's corner. Uh, I still will always contend one of the most fun and interesting places uh, in this state. It's just such a great homage to history. So many cool plaques honoring some of the best of the best in the coaching world uh, that have Butte roots from there in the mining city. And I've said this before, but I just, I think Butte has such a cool reputation and it has such a cool um, sort of symbolism around it. Butte is an iconic place and, and, you know, the naysayers, the haters can say, you know, it's it's an old town, it's run down, whatever. I just love the history that's everywhere in Butte. And I also think that Butte tells its story better than just about anybody uh, in the state of Montana or otherwise. So much pride from the Butte community about the mining city. And I just had a great time hanging out in and about town. Uh, some of the loser out state tournament games were um, at, the, at Butte High School, which I had not been in Butte High School, shoot, for probably 20 years, probably since I was in high school, uh, since the last time I went to Butte High, like the actual gym. And I just forgot how cool it is in there. You, know, you got uh, all these old school newspapers uh, all over the walls and, and pictures galore, whether they're homages to some of the great athletes there from Butte High or team pictures from all throughout the years or team schedules or, or whatever. And uh, I, I just thought it was really cool. Check it out, all the stuff on all the walls. Also, uh, as is sort of obligatory in when you're in Butte, Swung by Maloney's, which is one of the, the uh, fun Irish pubs there uh, in the heart of town. And it's funny, I was just sitting there uh, hanging out by myself, uh, actually watching the uh, the SEC tournament. And uh, I was waiting for a friend to come meet me. And uh, I see th- there's like a, on, on the table, uh, the bar table there's all these different signatures and names and uh, carved in there or, or you know signed with a permanent marker or whatever and I see one that says John Patrick Sprinkle the third 1953 <laughs> and so I screenshot I take a picture with my phone and I sent it to Danny Sprinkle the head coach of uh, the Montana State men's basketball team who by the way headed to the NCAA tournament we'll get to that here in just a sec but Sprinkle hits me right back. He's like, that's my great-uncle JP. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Uh, all roads lead to Butte here uh, in the state of Montana. And uh, it's just a it's just a fun place to hang out. And I thought that the city itself did a great job hosting the Class AA state tournaments. Um, very welcoming. People were very excited to have uh, others from around the state in town. And it was just an overall great weekend. It was also cool and fun. 
be back in the Civic Center. I was I was reminded of the time when I got uh, tossed out of the game playing uh, in the Civic Center against Butte High. If by chance uh, my old buddy Mac Hobacher is listening to the show, he probably remembers the scuffle. But uh, you know, it's funny now. It was probably embarrassing for my parents. Whatever. We're in Butte. It's Butte Big Sky. Of course, we're going to throw it out a little bit. <laughs> so I was reminded of that. But I was also reminded of some of those great Butte High teams too. I remember losing to Butte High there. Uh, my sophomore year, maybe it was my junior year, and then that same Bulldogs team came back to Missoula when the state tournament was in Missoula, and they made a great run to the championship game, ended up losing to CMR. But that was one of my uh, most vivid high school memories was that awesome state championship game here in Missoula at Dahlberg Arena. So uh, great job all the way around. It was fun checking out the Civic Center, too, and just reliving some of the memories from when you're a kid. They always host so many AAU tournaments, and I know everybody that played hoops in Montana, you probably have a memory of the Civic Center. So it's fun being back in there, checking out the the Butte Hall of Fame that they have there and all of it. So great job uh, by everybody involved. Also, congratulations to the Billings West girls uh, who had to gut it out, but certainly well-deserved. They beat Flathead uh, in the AA Girls Basketball Championship game. And uh, Missoula Hellgate, they beat Billings West handily, resoundingly, I would say, uh, in the uh, Class uh, AA Boys State Championship game. Other state championships uh, from around the state, the Lewistown boys finish the deal. They get past Dillon, and uh, they complete a perfect season, 24-0 for the uh, Fergus County Golden Eagles. The last time they lost a basketball game was in the state championship game last year here in Missoula, and uh, certainly awesome for them to get the redemption and uh, also have it be associated with perfection. The Haver girls, it's impossible to say they're anything but a dynasty at this point. Three in a row now for Haver after they... Uh, emerge over Harden in the Class A girls championship game. And Haver's now won four out of the last five overall. So uh, we are efforting coaches and players from all these state championships. Like I mentioned, Connor Dick from Missoula Hellgate will join us here in about 20 minutes. Uh, But we'll have a variety of subjects that uh, won state championships this last week uh, here for you on Nuanas now. Class B, Big Fork, uh, unsurprisingly, Cruises to the Class B Girls State Championship. They beat Big Timber in the championship game. And then Missoula Loyola, they finished the deal as well. What a run by the Rams. First state championship in hoops in school history. I was actually surprised by that because Loyola has had so many great players and they've had so many great teams. And they've been in the state tournament, I mean, perennially when Scott Anderson's been their head coach. But that was their first title game appearance, and first title overall. I I was really surprised by that. I mean, Loyola, as a private Catholic high school, they've been around since the 1800s. I mean, it it is a really old high school with a ton of history. So for uh, that to be their first state title, uh, pretty darn cool, pretty amazing. Uh, Class C, Manhattan Christian back-to-back after uh, their big win over Big Sandy. And uh, then in Class C, girls, Sickle Whitewater Hinsdale, uh, rolls over Twin Bridges. Second Whitewater Hinsdale allowed about 30. North County High School is what it's actually called. Uh, North County allowed about 30 points per game in the state tournament run. Uh, so impressive by them and uh, certainly one of the great Class C teams we've seen uh, in recent years. We'll come back to some of the top storylines from around uh, state championship weekend here in Montana. The Montana Basketball Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. Montana State, as we mentioned, they get a 14 seed for the second year in a row. And I don't really know how to analyze this draw because uh, as championship Saturday and Sunday around Division I men's college hoops was coming down uh, and everybody was finalizing we were getting tournament champions, it looked more and more like the the Big Sky champion Bobcats were going to get a 15 seed and that would have put them on the line of playing Texas, who just destroyed Kansas in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, maybe it puts them on the line to play UCLA, who's been in the Final Four the last couple years. And Mick Cronin, certainly one of the best NCAA tournament coaches of this modern era, after UCLA lost the Pac-12 championship game uh, to Arizona. Arizona beating UCLA is why I thought the Cats would draw UCLA, because the Cats already played Arizona and the committee has a pretty staunch rule to avoid 
rematches in the first round. So as soon as Arizona hits the huge shot down the stretch to beat UCLA in the Pac-12 championship game, I thought, okay, the Cats are going to go to Sacramento to play UCLA. I also thought they might be headed to Denver to play Texas. I also thought maybe they'd get a 14, but they'd be slated against Baylor, maybe, or maybe sent, and that might have been in Denver as well, or maybe sent to Des Moines to play Marquette. None of that's the case. It's a better scenario for the Cats because they get Kansas State. Now, make no mistake, the Wildcats are an incredibly well-coached team. They were a, a contender in the Big 12 all year long, and I think the Big 12 is the best conference uh, in the United States. The SEC and the Big 10 actually got more teams into the field of 68. Each, each the SEC and the Big 10 got eight teams. The Big 12 got seven teams. But I think that the top end of the Big 12, led by Texas, a two-seed Kansas, a one-seed Baylor, a three-seed, and uh, Kansas State, a three-seed. I thought that the Big 12 was is the strongest conference this year. And reminiscent of the matchup the Cats got last year against a Big 12 team who was also a three-seed in Texas Tech. Now, I think that Kansas State's a much better draw for the Cats than Texas Tech because Kansas State, they're very well coached, but so are the Cats. Kansas State's going to be very uh, fluid, although they did have sort of a turnover issue the second half of the conference season. Kansas State also, they're not one of those power fives that's red hot coming in. Uh, they, they played okay down the stretch, but they lost in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament. If, if you're going to say which teams out of the Big 12 are the hottest, it's Texas who won the Big 12 tournament and TCU who made a push uh, to the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament uh, and has been up and down this year, but has been playing better as of late. And then, of course, Kansas. I mean, they're a one seed, so they've been basically hot all year long, but they did—they are coming off of that Big 12 championship game loss. But here's where the kicker comes in. I thought for sure the Cats were going to get set to either Denver, Sacramento, or Des Moines. As the bracket is playing out, I'm like, well, where's the Cats? And they're not anywhere to be found. And finally, it got to the revelation of the fourth region, and there they are, boom, as a 14, kind of expected, against Kansas State, a little bit expected, but headed to Greensboro, North Carolina. So um, that is the part of the draw that makes it tough. I mean, you're talking, you're gonna, they're, they're going to be the last game tipped there at, in Greensboro. This game's not going to tip till 9.40 local time there on the East Coast, 7.40 here Montana time, which is actually significantly earlier than the Cats were tipping the last two times they played. They tipped the Big Sky semifinals against Weber State at 9 p.m., and they tipped the Big Sky final against NAU at 9.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So this will actually be a little bit earlier, uh, just in terms of what they've been used to lately. Uh, but either way, uh, I mean, it's going to be uphill sledding for the, for the Big Sky champs no matter what when you talk about having to play a Power 5 opponent in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but I do think that it's a better draw than Texas Tech. I mean, Texas Tech beat the Cats like a drum, man. It was unbelievable because not only were they one of the best defensive teams in the last 10 years in NCAA Division I men's basketball, according to the metrics, they also hit like 15 threes, which was not their M.O. coming into the game uh, that you sort of expected more of a, a slug-it-out type game. And instead, Texas Tech got up and down, shot the heck out of the ball, and also smothered... Um, Montana State, so I don't think that the Cats will be quite as overwhelmed in this matchup, but uh, to be to, to, to be continued, because we'll keep on talking about this matchup here uh, throughout the Montana Basketball Hour and throughout the rest of the week. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app, Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Thanks for hanging out with us here uh, on your Monday, our tournament takeover continues. Uh, we are trying to figure out how, the who, what, when, where, why of getting to Greensboro, North Carolina. I can tell you right now that I am almost certainly not going, but that does not mean us here at ESPN Radio won't be going. So we'll iron out the details. We'll probably let you know tomorrow. Uh, but we'll have somebody that we'll have somebody there on the East Coast. Uh, so that should be fun. Other notes from the NCAA tournament in terms of some Montana ties and some Big Sky Conference ties. Um, some cool ones to note. I was just doing this research right before I got on the air. One of the play-in games features Texas Southern versus Fairleigh Dickinson. Fairleigh Dickinson uh, 
a small school champ in the tournament for the first time in a while, but Texas Southern playing in that 16-seed play-in game for the third year in a row as the champion of the SWAC. Texas Southern is led by Jordan Carl Nicholas. He started his career here at Montana, then transferred down there uh, to Stephen F. Austin first and then ended up at Texas Southern. And he's had a great career there at Texas Southern. Uh, he was an all-league player this year in the SWAC, averaged 11 points and nine rebounds per game. So uh, it's been funny. The last Two out of the last three years, the very opening tip of the NCAA tournament has involved Carl Nicholas. Te- Jordan Car- Carl Nicholas is what he go- goes by now. But uh, tipping for Texas Southern to get the NCAA tournament underway in the first four of Dayton. So there's one Big Sky Conference connection for you. Uh, the only other one on the uh, there's only a couple other ones on the men's side. Usually there's so many, and uh, University of Utah not getting in that that certainly um, removes one because Raleigh Wooster there uh, for the Utes, uh, a Missoula Hellgate grad. Uh, we usually catch up with Raleigh this time of year, uh, but no NCAA tournament birth this year for the Utes. We do have though. Speaking of Butte, a Montana Tech connection, Kelvin Sampson uh, once again uh, has his team uh, among the top seeds, the Houston Cougars despite their loss yesterday in the American Athletic Association Conference uh, Championship. Kelvin Sampson and the Houston Cougars take a number one seed into the tournament. Sampson, of course, started his career at Montana Tech. The uh, court there at Montana Tech, named after Coach Sampson. And Houston, they get uh, the mighty Northern Kentucky squad. I think this is the first time in a long time, maybe the first time ever, that Northern Kentucky has made the NCAA tournament. And then one last Montana connection on the men's side, Gonzaga plays Grand Canyon, so that's sort of a one-degree-of-separation connection because Gonzaga did play the Grizz this year. Grizz were a handful uh, for Gonzaga there uh, in Spokane. And uh, Grand Canyon, the Cats actually had one of the best first halves they've played all year long at Grand Canyon, and then they let it slip away. You have to wonder if the Cats would have won that game and if they would have won just one game at the, the Northern Classic tournament they played up in Canada Maybe they're one notch up. Maybe they get a 13 seed, but could have, would have, should have. That Grand Canyon game versus Gonzaga, though, keep an eye on that one. Zags are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Man, I don't know. That one might be uh, a little bit spicy. We'll talk more betting stuff here uh, after a while. Also, tease for later on this week. Colby Dant, friend of the show of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He joined us a handful of times last year during March Madness. Uh, He'll be joining us again this year. This is cool. He's grown his podcast enough that he's actually going to be coming to us live from the sportsbook at the Wynn Casino in in uh, downtown Las Vegas on the Strip there. Uh, so he'll join us, and then he'll roll right into his show, and you can always check out his great stuff on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So Colby Dant coming up on Wednesday. Other NCAA and Big Sky Conference uh, tournament connections, as well as ties to Montana, on the women's side, Florida Gulf Coast is going back to the NCAA tournament, and that means Sophia Styles, a Malta product, a former Lady Grizz. Uh, she'll be headed to the NCAA tournament for the first time in her career. So pretty cool for her uh, as a graduate transfer going down there to Florida. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast is a 12 seed, and they'll take on Washington State, the champions of the Pac-12. And Washington State, they're led by Cammie Etheridge, who was a great coach at Northern Colorado before taking over uh, at Wazoo. So you got Big Sky and Montana ties on both sides of that first-round uh, matchup between the fifth-seeded Cougars and the uh, the 12th-seeded uh, Eagles out of Florida Gulf Coast. Carson Murphy, also another former Lady Grizz from Glendive, Montana. She transferred to Chattanooga, and they're a 16th seed. They'll play top-seeded Virginia Tech uh, on their home court. And then the last Big Sky and Montana connection to the NCAA tournament, I was able to drum up. The Utah women, they've had a great year, a banner year. They get the two seed. They'll play Gardner-Webb in Salt Lake City. Jordan Sullivan, former uh, Grizz, Lady Grizz basketball player and former Lady Grizz assistant coach. Uh, she's a, an assistant there at the University of Utah. I actually saw Jordy at the uh, Class AA state tournament this last week. <laughs> a lot of recruiters there for the girls' tournament. Alex Coville, as we know here from Missoula Hellgate, she's headed to Wazoo. But the prize of all the prizes is Brianna Williams from Billings Skyview. It just and just in Butte this weekend, Gonzaga, Oregon State, Utah, Maryland. I mean, you know that if Maryland is sending somebody to Butte, Montana, that they really want this young lady. Uh, Brianna Williams, a junior there at Billings Skyview, recently named the 
a Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. Also, Washington was in the house as well. That That's just this weekend. That's not to mention the other probably dozen offers that she has. But if you're bringing uh, Washington and Maryland to Butte, Montana, you know you are certainly uh, a coveted prospect. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for joining us. It's the Montana Basketball Hour presented uh, by Blackfoot Communications. We're going to analyze this uh, this draw for Montana State here uh, throughout the first hour here, but we'll uh, take a step outside the college game and talk a little bit more about the high school champions. So here's some fun facts for you about all of the recently crowned high school state champions. First of all, for the Missoula Hellgate boys, by the way, Connor Dick of Missoula Hellgate joined us here in about five minutes on Nuanas now. It's the first outright title for Hellgate in 10 years. It's also the first outright title for Billings West's girls since 2011. And it was a cool piece of redemption for both those teams because the, the, the year that the world ended, the year that all the tournaments got called off back in 2020, West was in the state championship game and Hellgate was in the state championship game. They both got co-state titles, but it's just never the same as, as actually getting a chance to play the state title game. So uh, cool for Hellgate and West to both get redemption and, and get those state titles, their first outright uh, in quite some time. For the Lewistown boys, also a, a tale of redemption, losing the state championship game last year on a walk-off buzzer beater by Dougie Peoples of Butte Central. The Maroons, by the way, got upset in the semifinals by Dylan. And then you're thinking, okay, is Dylan the team that has all the magic? Terry Thomas, the legendary Beaverhead County High School head coach, he led his team all the way to the state championship game, uh, but they fell short against Lewistown. And that means Lewistown undefeated 24-0, their first state title since 1979. What a great career, though, by Terry Thomas. Uh, we'll also effort Coach Thomas and get him on the show here uh, sometime in the next couple weeks uh, because a guy that has as much hardware and has had an impact on as many great athletes there in Dillon over the last 25 years as anybody that's done it uh, at the high school level here in the state of Montana. We mentioned this already, but it's also cool to, to reiterate the Haver girls. They've won three in a row and four out of the last five, so a bona fide dynasty up there uh, on the high line. Missoula Loyola, again, historic. The first ever title for the Rams uh, in boys basketball. Scott Anderson's been doing this for a quarter century. He coached Loyola for 24 years, then took a step away, was not the coach there for like 12, and he's been back since last year. And uh, this is a a really talented crew. They got a bunch of underclassmen, and they should be once again a contender in Class B the next couple years as well. That's the first ever state title for Missoula Loyola, a school that's been around since the late uh, 1800s, the 1870s to be specific. Big Fork girls, North County girls, both of them as state champions, they they left no doubt. I mean, they were both unbelievable this year. Uh, two of the best small school teams we've had the pleasure of covering. The Big Fork girls are going to be really, really tough to beat again next year as well with the Gunlock sisters back, as will North County. I mean, the Seiko-Whitewater-Hinsdale Seiko co-op, Tegan Erickson's a bona fide Division I player as well. Uh, I know that Montana State was there in in uh, Billings recruiting uh, Tegan Erickson. Rumors are that she might have even committed, but I know she definitely has an offer uh, from Montana State, and I know that Montana's interested as well. So um, pretty cool to have a Class C gal uh, getting that sort of attention. And then finally, as we mentioned, back-to-back Class C titles for the Manhattan Christian boys. It's the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right service for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. The Missoula Hellgate boys... They put on a clinic on Saturday night in Butte, 70-50 to 50 over Billings West. The star of the game, the star of the season, Connor Dick, a senior there at Missoula Hellgate. He'll join us in studio next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days and that's when you need our help that's when you need to call schulte law firm because we know the players we know the game we can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want if you've had a bad day visit jschultelaw.com hey i spent the weekend in butte i'm in a country kind of mood what can i say welcome back nuanas now espn radio SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Happy to be back home. I've been on the road tournament style for more than a week, and it was just so nice to just be at home last night. But we do have plans to keep on going, so we'll let you know what's going on later on this week. But uh, maybe a cross-country trip upcoming for at least one of us as Montana State Getting sent to Greensboro, North Carolina, the 14 seed uh, for the Bobcats. They'll take on Kansas State Friday night. We had a ton of champions crowned over the weekend, including right here in the city of Missoula. Missoula Hellgate leaves no doubt a 70-50 to 50 win over Billings West. We're joined now in studio by Missoula Hellgate senior Connor Dick. He's joined us on the show earlier uh, this season, but now here you are. You're a state champion, man. How's, how's that sound? Oh, it feels great. It sounds great to hear. Uh, you mentioned before we were off air, it hasn't really even sunk in yet. But, I mean, just take us through kind of your guys' mentality because I thought just watching you guys live, it was so impressive how composed you were. I mean, it seemed like everybody was ready to roll. Nobody was really that nervous. So how were you guys able to just have be so smooth in that state championship game? Um, yeah, I think, you know, starting with the beginning of the season, we played West first game and it wasn't our best game. But I think that shows our team is we got better every single week as the – the year went on, and um, one thing we noticed and talked about as a team is we never were ranked one in the state, not once this year. We were lucky to get in top five, so I felt like we, we kind of had a chip on our shoulders, and we wanted to prove some people wrong, so I think we played well together. And about the composure, I think our seniors just did a really good job leading this team along with the coaches. The, uh, the West this year was so unpredictable, and it was so tough, right? I mean, literally every team could beat any team. How much do you think you got, that prepared you guys, though, for the state tournament? Yeah, I mean, the, you're right. The West Conference is really tough. We knew going into the season, like, every single game in the West side was was going to be a tough game. And once it got to divisionals, I mean, anyone could go win it. So surviving through the West side of divisionals made us feel really confident that week in the state. So, yeah. You, yourself, you got into a, a zone there in, in the second half. I mean, how were you able to get the ball wherever you wanted? I mean, it seemed like you were picking your spots, 28 points, 18 of them after halftime. Yeah, I mean, we run this offense where – I mean, you've seen all season, any one of our guys can have a night. We've had like three or four guys be our leading scorers, which yep. I think is a lot different than most other teams. But on Saturday night, I think it was just my night, and the shots were going in for me, so we tried to get me the ball. West plays with uh, a lot of swag, a lot of aggressiveness, too. What do you think of just your, your guards? Because I thought the way that they were able to handle that was one of the keys of the game. Yeah, I mean, you look at our guards. That's one thing about us all year. I mean, we're small. We're not the tallest. We're definitely not the strongest. So you look at us, and you, you kind of think, oh, they're going to struggle. And I think that's what... West not coming into the game because they have these really strong and tall guards, but Easton and Chance did a great job of battling the pressure and you know getting the ball on the court. Connor Dick, Missoula Hellgate, joining us in studio. Missoula Hellgate rolls to a seventy to fifty win over Billings West. Twenty eight points for this guy in that state championship game. It was also cool. I saw you retweeted it. I love that you did about the fact that one of the great high school championship games we've ever seen was West versus Hellgate 30 years ago. And this was actually the 30th anniversary of it, the day you did it. And your dad, your old man, was on that that Hellgate team. So, I mean, that's a pretty cool moment for your family, man. Oh, I know. It was awesome. I remember right on Friday night after we won, I, I talked with our um, assistant coach, Eric Hayes, who was the coach yeah, of that right. team. And he was telling me how funny it was. Um, 
that we're playing West again. And it's just, there's a lot of things that are the similar. I mean, my, my mom was a cheerleader for West at oh, wow. that game. So, and that's what my dad played for it. And Eric Hayes coached it and they won. So, I mean, it was crazy and it was so awesome to be able to go out there and do the same thing. Well, how about the Hazes? Because, I mean, I think that they've had such a huge imprint on Hellgate basketball and just basketball in the city of Missoula. What sort of things have they attached you and how important is that? Because I know Eric still helps out a lot, but Jeff's done such a great job sort of making the program his own as well. Yeah, no, they're awesome. We, we love them as coaches. Um, one thing that we always talk about is everyone wants to talk about offense and points right. and all these things, but, I mean, three-fourths of our practice every time it's about defense. I think he's... That's that's why our team did so well is we were able to shut teams down on defense and that made them not as confident guarding us. So, um, you know, I praise their leadership and their ability to to get us in those spots and keep us calm. But I, I think one thing that stands out on our team was our defense for sure. Speaking of defense, the guy that I thought was so impressive just in terms of doing the little things, the dirty work, was Donovan Headswift. I mean, how important was, was he to this effort? Because I don't even know how many points he scored, but he got all the rebounds. He was protecting the rim. I mean, he's just such a great hustle player for you guys. He, he is one of the most valuable players, I think, in the state. I think any team that would have a player like him on their team would have a good shot at winning it. In that game, he had 18 points and 14 rebounds. <laughs> it's amazing. And he started taking off halfway through the season. I mean, we knew he was going to be a big key to us, but... I mean, as the season went along, he he really was special for us. And w- whether it was rebounding, scoring, guarding, I mean, he'd do different things different nights, but he was, he was a great player. Connor Dick, Missoula Hellgate, uh, in studio with us here on Nuanas Now. It's the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your business. Was there a moment in the, in the game when you knew you were, you were in control? I think, well, we've been taught to never, you know, except we're going to win, but I think at about a minute and 30 left, I got fouled on a rebound, and I was walking down across the court to shoot free throws, and I think right there, we were up by 18 or something at that point, and uh, it really kind of sunk in. I looked around, and it was, I smiled, and it was just crazy. It was an awesome feeling. And then you get subbed out, and very rarely in a state championship game do you actually get a chance to get, <laughs> like, the curtain call and get the crowd to, to give you an ovation, but I mean, when it, when that moment was happening, what's going through your mind? Because you, I mean, I was watching. You were pretty pumped. Oh, I mean, it was it was one of the best feelings ever. Some of my teammates, we've talked about that. I mean, we didn't think we'd go into a state championship and blow a team out. We we thought it would be last second, like you said. So being able to get pulled out and kind of let it sink in for a second while the game's still going, it was it was an unreal feeling. I still can't even put it into words. Yeah, totally, man. Well, I, you, you've grown up kind of around Hellgate basketball with your dad playing there, and and uh, you know. I think that there's been such great uh, reverence for history at Hellgate. So, um, I mean, what's that part uh, like for you, especially given what's gone on at Hellgate the last couple of years? I mean, there was the, the great team that lost on the buzzer beater. Then there was the great team that didn't get a chance to actually play the state championship game. And then last year, I know you guys got bounced from divisionals early. So uh, to actually finish the deal, I must feel pretty good from a Hellgate perspective. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, we'd have, we've had a roller coaster, or I have at least, of a time at Hellgate. We've had the ups and the downs. And so... I think to be able to finish out on top is is what really was great. It was kind of funny. One of our, our trainers, Paul Ballcap, was telling me that yeah. he's 0-5 in state championships. Yeah. Everyone that he's been at, they've lost. So it felt good to get that one. But, yeah, it just feels so good now that I'm a senior to end like that. I mean, I couldn't have you know written it any better. What do you think it was that made uh, this group come together? I mean, why were you guys such a special group? I think we were so close off the off the court. I mean, we only we only hung out with each other. And I think we all had the same goal. I mean, people people doubted us, but we didn't doubt us to any extent. I mean, we talked about playing in that game since the beginning of the season. So I think we all had our priorities straight, and we were we were connected as a team. Missoula Hellgate senior Connor Dick in studio with us here on Nuanas now. Uh, what's next? Are you, are you gonna do track? Are you gonna do a spring sport? Or what, what are you gonna do? You know, I haven't. I've practiced with the track team the last <laughs> three years because I have spring basketball going on. Yeah, yeah. And this year I'm not doing spring basketball, so okay. I've had all the track coaches come up to me and you know lay their pitch on what they want me to do for yeah. track. And I haven't yet decided if I'm going to do it or not, so we're, we're, we're going to see on that. I'm sure they're begging you. They probably want you to come do the javelin, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, the javelin, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Well, well good, man. A- any other goals for you for your, your senior years? Going to kind of just soak this all yeah, in? Yeah, I think that's what I've talked about. I kind of want to just live live like a high school student for a little bit and so called <laughs> totally. some time off maybe. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Well, very good. We'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date with what's going on with this guy. I'm sure there's still sports uh, upcoming in his future. But uh, for now, enjoy this while it lasts, man. Pretty fun. Yeah, oh, man. thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. Of course. Connor Dick, Missoula Hellgate here uh, on Nuanas Now. It's our uh, Montana basketball hour. The line opened up. Montana State only an eight-and-a-half-point dog against Kansas State. 
We'll analyze that. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about the Big Sky draw or the uh, the draw for the Big Sky champion women's team out of Sacramento State as well. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can provide the right services for you and your small business. If you're watching on TV or the app, you see I have this sweet a Hidden Treasures autographed basketball jerseys box. That's just a part of all the sweet stuff that Zootown Sports Cards has helped provide us. And we have an unbelievable prize package for you. We are going to give out... Here's here's all the the different ways you're going to get a prize from the ESPN MT Bracket Challenge. First of all, ESPN MT 2023 Challenge. That's how you're going to search it. It's on our Facebook page. It's on our uh, ESPN MT Twitter. I've retweeted it on Skyline Sports and at Coulter underscore Nuanez on Twitter as well. So a variety of ways to find the link. But if you go to the ESPN Bracket Challenge on ESPN.com and search ESPN MT 2023, that'll get you there. And uh, just one entry per person. But it's free to enter, and we are going to have prizes for first, second, and third for the overall bracket. We'll also have a second chance bracket challenge with prizes for first, second, third. Our second chance challenge is just going to have gift cards um, for a variety of awesome local businesses like Paradise Falls, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, Conflicts Brewing, Sushi Hana. But our overall bracket challenge, we're going to have a, a, a grand total of $500 worth of merchandise from Up Top Clothing. We're going to have a cash prize. St- still trying to determine just how much they're going to give you. But uh, we will have a cash prize as well. We also have hundreds of dollars of gift cards from Dazzler's Car Wash. And uh, we'll probably have some sweet stuff from the Silver Slipper as well. Uh, so be sure to go enter. you got to get all your entries in by the time the men's basketball tournament tips on Thursday. Uh, but we will certainly have uh, all sorts of fun prizes for you, and we'll keep you up to date on what's going down in the bracket, what's going down in the bracket challenge. Uh, so thanks to all of our sweet sponsors, ESPN uh, MT Bracket Challenge back uh, for yet another year. The uh, It's so interesting to me because <laughs> sort of the normalization of Sports gambling, sports betting stems from the NCAA tournament. I mean, you know, for all the debate and talk over um, sports gambling in general, even if you say, I've never placed a sports bet, well, if you fill out a bracket, you have. (laughs) So that's sort of the entry point for almost everybody when it comes to sports betting. And so it's actually probably the sport in which sports gambling has affected it, not even affected it, that sports gambling has, sports gambling is not a major talking point for the NCAA tournament because it's always been a major talking point for the NCAA tournament. Does that make sense? Everybody's always been filling out their brackets. I just think it's interesting now, though, because now you can have futures bets just at the, at, you know, at the tip of your fingers on who's going to the Final Four, who who's going to win the, win the NCAA at men's basketball national championship. And uh, so we will try to frame this thing for you from a pick em perspective, 
from a betting line perspective, from a money line perspective, a futures perspective, a parlay perspective, all of that. Of course, uh, you know, this is just for conversation. Please do not take my advice as any sort of gospel. I don't even know how much advice I'm going to give you as much as just commentary about it all. But speaking of betting lines, the uh, betting line for the Montana State game against Kansas State, I was uh, my eyes were as wide as saucers when I first saw this. I, I couldn't believe that this was what the line opened at. The Cats are only eight and a half point dogs. Now I think that I think Montana State's going to have a much better chance than they did a year ago. But a year ago, they lost by I don't know. Do the math. I think they lost by 45, 97 to sixty two is what the score was. Couple caveats. One. Texas Tech's the worst, I, I would argue, one of, if not the worst draws ever received by a Big Sky team just because of style of play. Texas Tech was so big, and they were, based on the defensive metrics, the single best and most efficient defensive team of the last 10 years in NCAA Division I men's basketball. They also shot the lights out uh, in San Diego. And Montana State hadn't been to the NCAA tournament in 26 years until last season. Well, now they're going back. They have a large uh, core of their roster returning. Also last year, Xavier Bishop, Montana State's precocious point guard, he was playing on a broken foot, and he had surgery on that foot right after the season was over. So, um, and Jabril Bello, the Big Sky MVP last year, he also had surgery immediately following the season. So Montana State's two best players were also hurt last year. I think they're much more healthy this year. I think that an offense that has Darius Brown and Raquan Battle in the backcourt is going to be better than the, the offense that was led by Xavier Bishop and uh, Amin Adamo. Although Bishop and Adamo were great players, I think in terms of handling tournament pressure, uh, I think that Brown and Bell or Brown and uh, and uh, Battle are better for sure. I also think that having great Osabar for the Cats as a year older. That gives Montana State two legitimate posts with Bello and, and Battle, or excuse me, Bello and, and Osamar, excuse me. I also think that Montana State has a, a coach now that's been there before in Danny Sprinkle. And I think Sprinkle has established himself as, as unquestionably one of the best college basketball coaches in the West. So, how does that then match up against Kansas State? Kansas State uh, finished fourth in the Big 12 this year, they went 11 and 7. Uh, in the Big 12, they made it to the, the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament before losing to TCU, who I think is, is a dark horse. Uh, but Kansas State's certainly a very good team. Uh, Andrew, I know that you're a guy that follows the Big 12 uh, as a Kansas fan. Um, and actually, the Big 12 tournament didn't go how people expected with Texas blowing Kansas out in the championship. But that's maybe something for, for the second hour here. What do you think of this? I mean, were you surprised that the Cats are only eight-and-a-half-point dogs? I really was, Coulter, yeah. I I was expecting it to be up in the double digits. I think that, you know, ESPN in their Giant Killers article identified a couple reasons why the Cats might have hope in this matchup. I mean, K-State fouls a lot. We all know Montana State likes to live at the line. But especially coming off of what they showed in the tournament last year, and I agree with you about all the reasons that Texas Tech was a bad matchup there, eight and a half seems seems pretty skinny. It definitely does. I think that the thing that that plays into this, uh, first of all, if the Cats would have got sent to Denver, I think you would have saw a a pretty large contingent of support for Montana State. There's a lot of MSU alums in Denver. I also think that people in Denver, even if they aren't, you know, just directly connected to MSU, I think that that's just a team that they would jump on as an underdog if MSU started playing well. You know, just just because it's a, a mountain team, you know, from the West, all that sort of stuff. But I also think that playing in Greensboro is a, a negligible advantage for either of these schools because they're they're both going to have to travel quite a ways. Obviously, Manhattan, Kansas is a lot closer to Greensboro than uh, Bozeman, Montana is, but it's not it, – both teams are going to have a, a fair amount of travel. You're also going to basically ACC country, not uh, Big 12 or Big Sky country for sure. Uh, how much do you think being there helps them, or does it? I mean, because we, we've seen this. You want to believe that it helps them a bunch, but you know, I'm trying to think of teams that have gone two years in a row out of the Big Sky over the last 20 years. Portland State went two years in a row, and uh, 
they were a 16 seed the first year. So when they got a 13 the second year, that obviously helped them a lot because they're not going against the number one team. Um, the Grizz went two years in a row, but they got the same team both years. That was sort of a just uh, a screw job because it just wasn't that exciting because the t- the Michigan team had been to the Final Four a year before. They knew so much about Montana, so no element of surprise. That, that's what I'm most interested in. Like the first time the Grizz played Michigan, their backcourt was so athletic that you could just say, okay, Michigan maybe is not going to expect guys like Ahmad Rory and Michael Ogine to roll out there. And then they did, and Montana got off to a great start, ended up losing that game by 14, their first matchup with Michigan. The Cats are sort of the opposite of that, though. Although Raekwon Battle is a breathtaking athlete, the Cats play inside out. I I wonder if that's a huge disadvantage for the Cats, because it's always sort of painted as the way that the, the Big Sky champs get overwhelmed is in the post. But maybe the fact that the Cats have to play through the post is a disadvantage for them. I don't know. Where are we at with that element of the game? Well, I think going back to the original question, I think it does help Montana State for being there just in terms of, man, knowing how quickly it can overwhelm you if things get out of hand. I mean, knowing that a a team of that caliber is going to run you out of the building if you're you're playing anything less than your best. Uh, As far as the Cats playing inside out, I mean, it's just, it's so difficult to project because I think that that is the biggest gap that we see between, you know, in both women's and men's college basketball. That's the biggest gap that we see between these low major teams and then teams who are in the Big 12, right? Not so much that the Big 12 teams have more size. They just have so much. They they do have more size. Not that they have really bigger guys, but they just have a bunch of 6'9 and 6'10 guys. Right. Yeah, and we're going to keep on breaking this down. I, I do want to learn more about Kansas State. We will uh, effort... Uh, a guest or two to, to inform us a little bit more about uh, the Wildcats. But the uh, the news of the day, the news of the weekend, Montana State headed uh, across the country to Greensboro, North Carolina, to play Kansas State. Bobcats a 14 seed. The uh, Wildcats a three seed playing in Greensboro, North Carolina, Friday night, 7.40 p.m. Mountain Standard Time tip, 9.40 p.m. local time uh, tip. And uh, we'll, we'll keep breaking down this game throughout the rest of the week. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at ya. How about some of the storylines that maybe haven't gotten as much play here in recent weeks, including storylines from spring football for both the Grizz and the Cats? We'll do that next. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 